0: And I think you know, there was probably some fear when we first heard a lot of these large companies coming in. The thought was, are they going to be bringing with them their tech talent and it's going to create more competition? But I think what we've seen is it's a rising tide lifting all ships.
1: I'm super optimistic and excited about the next few years, thinking about creating that vision and the strategic plan to really get there and get our city really rising with the, the influx of tech jobs.
2: Throughout this podcast series, 10 Years, 2,000 Journeys, we've heard about Nashville's tremendous growth in tech over the last decade. And now that this series is coming to an end, we're looking forward to what might be in store for our community as more Nashvilleians become techies and more companies set their sights on Nashville as their next home. Welcome back. I'm your host, Clark Buckner, and I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation with NSS founder and CEO John Wark, Axles COO and the Greater Nashville Technology Council chair Chris Bayham, and the new NTC president and CEO Elise Cambernack. Let's hear what they have to say about where Nashville's tech community is headed. Embracing change while still keeping the magic of Nashville alive and helping more Nashvillians discover careers in tech.
0: My name is Chris Bayham. I'm the Chief Operating Officer at Exlus for an AI-driven healthcare company. I've been in Nashville now for about seven years, almost eight years now, and that's what brought me here is the, part, the opportunity to be a part of the tech community here in this great city. Welcome. Thank you.
1: Hello. My name is Elise Kambornak. I'm the current president and CEO of the Nashville Technology Council. I've been in this job for six months, but I've been in Nashville and in tech for 20-plus. I'll stop at 20-plus. 20-plus. Okay. That's it. Um, But I've seen Nashville's growth uh, and the tech community's growth in the last two decades, and it's been a fascinating journey.
2: Welcome.
3: Hi, I'm John Work. I'm the uh, founder and CEO of Nashville Software School, and I've been in tech in Nashville, well, employed since we started the software school, um, so ten years, and sort of tech adjacent before that. You know, when I moved to te- to Nashville in 2005, was doing some startup mentoring, things like that. That that sort of got me connected into the tech community. But I've been in techs for.
2: 51 years 51 Oh my goodness Well I am so happy We have this group together Of course this is audio only But what I'm holding in my hand Is a little uh, little plastic glass A little, little bubbly A little uh, celebration Because we are This is our final episode Of this particular season Of this show Okay so it's Ten years, two thousand journeys. It's been all about taking a, a re- rewind, looking back at all that's been happening, and we've had a variety of wonderful conversations. And now, with you all here, we're gonna be talking a little about, you know, what might be on the future, what's on the horizon. So, with that, cheers to everyone. Mandy's in here with us, and and uh, Sassy Pup sitting next. To- <laughs> She's been joining us as well for most of these. So, cheers, everybody. Thank you for taking the time. Cheers, cheers. So, we've got some real perspectives in this room, a variety of perspectives, and Chris, I want to start with you. I mean, most of our conversations we've had, I know we've talked before as well in the past around your experiences and being engaged in the Nashville tech community, but when you start to think about what you think is coming up next, we've seen Nashville grow unbelievable amounts. What is on your mind right now? Well, I think you're absolutely
0: right. We have seen such a growth in the national tech community over the last five to 10 years. In fact, uh, I'm really fortunate to be able to serve as the chairman of the Greater National Technology Council. And three years ago, we met as a, as a board and we talked about what should be our goals, what should be our real focus going forward. And we set a big, hairy, audacious goal of doubling the size of the tech workforce in the next five years. And at the time, we all thought it was a great goal to have. It was ambitious. <laughs> never thought that it was actually fully achievable. And I'm really excited that three years in, and we're on track to to do that. And so it's just an unbelievable journey to get to this point. And as I look ahead, I don't think there's anything really stopping us, nothing in our way to continue that growth going forward. We've had an unbelievable influx of new companies into the area. We've also had some great growth of companies in the area, both large companies with the technology presence, and a lot of healthcare and non-healthcare technology startups too. And so it's just, I think we're really well positioned for growth as we move
2: forward into the next five, 10 years and beyond. That's exciting. And you're seated right next to our new NTC president and CEO, Elise. So yeah, when you hear about the, the B-hags that are being described, what are you thinking?
1: Yes, my boss is right. Um, <laughs> uh, we've achieved what fifty-two percent, I think, after the, uh, three years at the end of twenty twenty-one. So that's an exciting number. We're halfway through, um, and and I really um, uh, concur with with Chris on on looking at our growth, not just in the number of companies that have moved in the last five years, or the number of tech dr- or number of people who have moved but also the number of tech jobs. Um, a study was published in the May, May of 2022, uh, studying really the migration of the jobs, tech jobs in particular, during the pandemic. Where did the job go? Well, Tennessee was the number one recipient with 8% tech job growth during the pandemic. So what does th- what does that mean? That means that companies moved to Nashville and posted jobs to say... We're headquartered in Nashville. Your job is in Nashville. Come work here, right? And so, looking at that trend for the last two years, I think is a great indication of what's in our future. Can't predict it fully, but the last two years have shown really us the roads that we're really embarking on.
3: It's funny to to hear you mention the BHAG, right? To to because we, in a strategic planning session in 2018, at the software school, we set a a, a BHAG. To by the end of 2025, so it was a seven-year cycle to help to launch 5,000 careers. To have NSS by that time have launched 5,000 careers, which means 5,000 graduates from one of our career launch boot camps: web development, you know, data analytics, data science, software engineering. And um, you know, I've got a couple of board members that love big BHAGs, and, and I'm like, 5,000, you got, what are you drinking, man? Um, <laughs> but then th- think about since 2018, the growth we have had in this town in tech, right? You know, I mean, I think compounded by a couple of black swan kind of events. I mean, an Oracle landing 8,500 prospective jobs, uh, uh, an Amazon landing 5,000 jobs, and probably a lot more. Um, you know, but but I agree, kind of with you know sentiments already expressed. There's a lot baked in just in startups, the companies who are already here, and we've been doing some math because we're looking to roll our BHAG out another few years, right? To add to get it to another seven-year window, so out to the end of 2029. And it's like we're on track without any new programs, potentially to over 4,000. With with bit, sort of a business as usual on mm-hmm. current programs, and uh, you know, if I mean, if if any of us had thought back in ten years ago when NSS started, that the Nashville market would be able to absorb that that kind of new talent, because that's only one part of the you know the talent pipeline. I mean, none of us had. I mean, we would got laughed out of the
2: NTC.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, John, we had you the very first episode of this podcast we had this theme. It's just me and you talking, t- reviewing, rewinding back. There's this theme of making sure Nashvillians don't get left behind. And so as we just heard, big names of companies, a lot of jobs. There's a lot of talk in Nashville. Hey, we love this community. We love this place. Is it changing a lot? When we start to think about all of these these big companies, all these jobs, how do we, how do we respond to making sure Nashvillians don't? get left behind in all this exciting growth, but what do you think?
3: Yeah, I I think that's a great, you know, I think it's a great question. And it's funny, it's, it's one that we've really only started to hear being asked broadly in the community in the last couple of years. Right, I mean, oh, were, my head
2: nods, both of you all over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: right. So, but I think particularly the Oracle announcement maybe is the one that crystallized all of that stuff. I mean, you start to hear it after, after uh, Amazon and some of the others around the same time, but I think the Oracle one really kind of crystallized that, how do we make sure that this growth, this explosive growth in jobs and opportunities don't all go to out of town folks? Right. How do we make sure that Nashvillians get to participate in that? And, um, you know, I think part of the answer to that is education. You know, the NTC's had initiatives going on, and I think we'll continue to have initiatives going on to make sure that, like our K through 12, you know, our schools more and more
2: it's a long term. Yeah, oh, it's thinking.
3: A, it, it it you, you got to play this as a is a long term thing. There's things we can do in the short term as well. We're you know, NSS has probably been a medium term potential mm-hmm. solution re, sort of repotting adults who, who are looking for career changes and stuff. Um, but and so I think but there's an education challenge there. We got lots of adults in town who have the potential to do this work, right? But who don't realize it's it's you know it's never been presented to them as an opportunity and they don't understand the jobs and stuff so i think we all have a lot of work to do on educating the community but then making sure that the k k through 12 is our next generations rise up that they get they get exposure right and they get awareness and then hey if they decide they want to do something else of course that's fine right but but i i think a lot of one of the big risk factors is is a lot of local people get left behind because they still just don't realize that there's opportunity there for them for them to grab. So I think as we look forward there's a real opportunity for us in the community is 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 education. Not not education like you know we do educating on the skills so much, but educa awareness building. Yeah. And I, and I
0: completely agree with John and I think the education is a, is a big part of it and I
3: think you know, there was
0: probably some fear when we first heard a lot, a lot of these large companies coming in. The thought was, are they going to be bringing with them their tech talent and it's going to create more competition? But I think what we've seen is it's a rising tide lifting all ships. First, not, they haven't always brought in resources. There's been a lot of opportunity for Nashvilleians to be able to find jobs with those companies. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's happened is as that has occurred, we have seen others migrate, individuals migrating to Nashville as well, looking for those opportunities. So while we do highlight and it's, it's important to highlight those large companies, I think it's also then the rest of the growth within existing corporations. And then the reality is COVID-19 created this great remote work opportunity for a lot of individuals. And so many people who either their companies allow them to live anywhere. Or they thought this is a great opportunity to move to a place that's great for my family life, that's great for being able to get to the lake easily, being able to do lots around it with the Four Seasons. We've seen a migration from the large cities of Chicago, of California, uh, whether it's San Francisco, Palo Alto, the Northwest, we've seen that growth coming to Nashville. And I think that's been a great opportunity for those Nashvilleians who are already here to be able to have more opportunities, as well as then, of course, the growth from within. We've seen some amazing growth, several unicorn uh, startups that uh, we haven't had for five years prior to now. And it's really exciting. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'll add to that. Um, You know, thinking about the mission of the Technology Council, um, you know, we want to promote and connect our members. But at the root of that is really to grow, attract, and retain talent. Mm -hmm. It's all about talent, Uh, should be the logo on our website. And uh, thinking through other programs that we're doing together, uh, we've we've done K through 12 uh, in the community with, uh, as John mentioned, a program that we partnered on called the GoTech program where we really retooled and uh, reskilled skilled uh, adult learners to uh, and give them great opportunities. We've done a great partnerships. And, and what NTC brings to the table is really that ability to connect the talent creators, whether it's an NSS or a high school or a four year degree or a community college, those talent creators were the talent consumers, right? Our companies and employers in town, the people who really need that talent. And we're at that connecting point. And thinking about Nashvilleian, I love this question because our team came up with a new brand. You know, I hope this is not going to. Uh, really stalled our launch, but uh, <laughs> we had a program called Tech into Nashville that launched in the fall of 2021, really tra- attracting talent to come into Nashville. And the, yin of, the Yang to that Yang is really a new program that we're going to brand Nashville into tech. And how do we connect all those programs that we had and create a, a, a cohesive story so that we really ri- rise, uh, raise all our Nashvillians into a tech sector so to John 's point, this means how do uh, in looking at our programs and how we 're getting middle schoolers excited about tech? How do you get the sparks into their eyes to say, "Oh, this is cool, maybe I need to do that when I grow up to working with high schoolers and showing them the different career pathways. This is what you could do in a two year degree that 's is what you can do in a boot camp, and you know every path is different for everybody. these are the the areas you can get into college, and then, when you get into People getting close to being ready for work. How do we create them? Give them part-time work opportunities with tech employers, summer internships, entry-level jobs, and that's the full continuum. It's like from K through right first first tech job. This is our national into tech, and it's really about partnering with uh, with a lot of the community partners who are already tapping into uh, underserved communities uh, in, in groups in town to, to really look at those as potential feeders, really into those programs and providing that support system. So people who might have an aptitude for tech actually get an opportunity to learn it despite their um, their eco, socioeconomical conditions, right, situation. Right.
3: Yeah. And, you know, to jump on something that Chris said. COVID-19, whether we like it or not, has, has sort of redefined how work gets done, right? I mean, the genie's never going to go back completely in the bottle. We're never going to have everybody, right? I mean, there's been a trend for 20-some years of tech workforce becoming slowly more remote. Well, you know, everybody went remote, and now there's going to be hybrid, but there's, there's a lot more remote jobs. What that does is allow us to, I think, change the way we think about talent in Nashville and opportunities in Nashville, because we can think about the tech workforce here as not just the people who work for somebody, for you know, where the job is in Nashville, it's people who are resident in Nashville who work for a tech company as a developer, a data analyst, a DevOps person, whatever. A company in, in Silicon Valley, a company in, in Seattle, a, a company in Boston, wherever. But they're they're resident of Nashville. So they're still part of our tech community. They can be part of the grassroots community. They can be going to meetups. They can be, you know, th- if if you know, and, and we've seen teams grow in Nashville around companies just getting a couple people here and then going. It's a lot less expensive to get good talent in Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Or some of the people at my location in New York or or San Francisco are kind of like they wouldn't mind being able to afford a house, little stuff. Um, so you know, the I think there's a shift in perspective on what even is our tech talent pool. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a real opportunity for us because this can be a very attractive city. It's one of the biggest destination city for millennials, anyways, right? So, Ayo. yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to build on something uh, John said and Elise
0: used the phrase. I love this phrase. I haven't heard it before. K through first tech job. Oh, <laughs> And I think it's just yes. it, one of the things that's happened in addition to the last few years with COVID has been a migration from necessarily the, the traditional path. I think historically it's been you go through school, then you go to college, you get your degree in something that allows you to work in tech, and that's still there. It's still uh, a great opportunity and path for many people. But I think it's these alternative pathways that are really interesting and and obviously the National Software School, big part of that. But now we have people who don't necessarily need to go through to college or they do and then choose a different path later in life. And I think that is also a way that we, we create that additional tech talent, not just from coming in from the outside or already being here through a traditional path. But now we provide opportunities and those opportunities are here for those individuals to be
2: able to better themselves and contribute to the tech community. Very much so. I was chatting just yesterday. We had another NSS demo day and one of the graduates, a young man, 18 years old, and he is clearly ready with the skills and ready to do this and he just decided not to go that particular route. It's all about options is what I'm hearing from, from everyone in here. Options.
1: Yeah, it's all about options. And I think having a support system and a collaboration, let's say, between um, NTC and NSS, what NTC can bring that, uh, you know, to those students is really, for example, giving some coaching on workforce preparedness and things that you might get more access to if you go through a four-year education program. If you have a four or six-month boot camp, you may not even have the time to have those classes. So let's layer on a little bit of that coaching and that do the finishing school, right, so that our students, uh, whether they're a career transitioner or a 19-year-old, they know how to set up their Zoom so the background looks find for an interview, right? And it's not... (laughs) A lot of small details. (laughs) Small details. But make big impact. That makes a big impact,
0: exactly. Well, Elisa's right about the the support system. Um, John mentioned the number 4,000 through the Nashville Software School. It creates a network effect. So now there are individuals who can look to others who have been able to do this and they've been successful. And now they've got a role model. They've got a path forward that is there. And we see a lot of it happening in our organization and in others where NSS graduates come back and hire additional NSS students. And I think that helps to build upon that, that support system that Elise mentioned and just really compounds the effect that we're seeing from those non-traditional paths.
3: Uh, oh, yeah. And that's, that's just such a great thing. When we, when we have a graduate that then comes back to like a demo day because their employer sent them to screen some people, right? It's like, okay, this is... You know, this is comp- but but I think there's this community-wide compounding effect too. You know, we always used to talk at the school prior to COVID about the one of the real elements of secret sauce in Nashville. And I've been in Boston, I've been on the West Coast, I've been in places, is the how welcoming the grassroots tech community in Nashville is of new talent, and I think that's still there, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's a collaborative aspect. Uh, to the creative community in Nashville. And I think of the tech community as a subset of the creative community, or at least it's an overlapping set on a Venn diagram. The culture of the creative community in Nashville is a very welcoming culture because the roots are in the music world, which has always lived and died on fresh talent coming to town all the time, right? New ideas, new voices, new, new writing partners, new... And I, I think that informs, in general, our creative community in Nashville in a way that you don't find in lots of other cities. You know, it's not just a su- it's not just the southern thing. It's the it, it, it's the creative community openness, and so um, there's this welcoming aspect to to the tech community here that I think also makes it easier to integrate new people when they mm-hmm. when they come. And I'm so you know I know one thing I'm glad to see is with with COVID, you know, depends on. What you believe going away or becoming less? We're starting to get in-person meetups back and things like that, which were sort of a backbone for that grassroots community. And I'm I love seeing it back because it, you know it just again it, it makes it easier to get that collaboration going to get that to have the network effects not just like within our alumni group but across across kind of the whole community across industries, you yeah. know.
1: And and to add to that, John, I think to that. Uh, we are a very collaborative town our members uh, at ntc are very very collaborative so when they see some somebody do something that works they're going to go hey how did you do this and they share their secret sauce and they're ser- because we know we can compete for tech talent all day long the it's not every job is for everybody so everybody's going to find the right person for the right job so let's collaborate on on being open to that. So what happened in Nashville, and I think it's going to set us up for future success, probably faster than other cities, is that when the first person said, well, I heard somebody from the Nashville Software School, it works great. These are the parameters in which it works great. It's not for every job. It's not for every team. And this is what works great with a mentorship, having an internal mentor, blah, blah, whatever they set up as a program. And we're going to share that with each other. So what we're seeing is that even the companies that have been the most resistant to change their job descriptions for entry level developer have been changing that because it starts to work. And so it's really that network effect in a different view. But uh, And so I think because of our collaborative na- nature, that that network effect works faster. Right. And we've seen in the last two years, a lot of our member companies change their job description to no longer require a Bachelor of Science, no longer require four year degree for an entry level uh, dev job, which is huge. Right. For that community. And it's and if it's on paper, it's a big hurdle to overcome for an incoming student to just get in front of the uh, hiring manager, right? Every company has their processes in place that, well, if you don't qualify, if you don't check that box, you're not even going to get an interview. So what we're doing now is through that collaboration and network effect, we're giving all the students a much more equal opportunity to interview based on skills, not what's on paper, and that's huge. And on a personal story, I'll tell you, I saw that. Actually, I'll age myself 24 years ago. So I said 20 plus. Now I'm going to age it 24 years ago in my job interviews at 1999 for my first tech job. I was a young grad coming from a school in France, and nobody knew my school. It was a really good school. I thought it was. Nobody knew it. But I was given an opportunity because I was handed a sheet of paper with a program to write, and I wrote it down in a pencil. And I wrote it down in pencil and I aced that test, and they gave me the job. They had no idea where my education was from. I could have made it up, right? I came from France. And this is the land of opportunities, and I think just opening our doors to give people a chance to prove their skills, not to show their education, is, is huge. And I think we're seeing that in Nashville, and that's what's going to be... I mean, you want to talk about the future. This is what's going to make us super successful in the future and making our tech talent workforce the best in yeah. the country.
3: Yeah, we we're we've seen examples of that here at least for sure. Um, In again, some of the more most conservative companies in town, in terms of their historical hiring practices and stuff, starting to get really creative Mm -hmm. with programs like internal apprenticeship programs, right? And now we're getting we're getting member, you know partners of ours saying hey i heard that so and so is doing something interesting with an internal apprenticeship program or they call them different things but there's a major international consultancy here in town that's got a that's got a actually a nationwide initiative around in, an internal apprenticeship it's almost like the finishing school you mentioned the finishing mm-hmm. school right where that they'll take somebody who maybe doesn't have the college degree that was always a requirement to get hired you know at one of the big consultancies yeah. Where they've taken that away, and instead you, they've got now a pathway through this kind of a, uh, kind of an apprenticeship program mm-hmm. where they teach you how to work with a Fortune 500 company and stuff. But, and then um, you know there's a very large healthcare company headquartered here, who's got a similar program. They call it something different. They don't call it an apprenticeship program, but I believe is seen as Having been very successful yeah. internally, and people are now picking their brains about how how they 're doing that um, the tech council you know yeah, the one. tech council was actually out uh, really ahead of the community with the apprentice program, the apprenticeship program, mm-hmm. speaking as somebody you know whose organization was a big supporter of that. You know, obviously, we were just all early instead of it being a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but we now, you know, we now have companies taking advantage of yeah. that program exactly. as well, right? Yeah. And so,
1: we're, we're, this is our plan for 2023. How do we expand it and really invite more companies to the dance?
3: Yeah, and I, uh, and we're seeing some other exper- interesting experiments around town, right? We're, we're seeing the network effect with employers as well, right? I don't want to blow any announcements that are coming up in the next month or two but you know we've we've now have have a, have some companies that are leaning forward to to reach out to us to say hey can we fund a scholarship right you know and it's like yes as a matter of fact yes the the answer is yes you can you know we're hap- you know and again I think that's another one of those I mean one it's getting creative you know about talent acquisition but it's also getting creative about How you're perceived as a place for tech people to work in town, it's you know that's important. But it's also about kind of giving back, right? And that's another kind of Nashville thing, right? So,
0: well, absolutely. I think that's what is going to be really important going forward. So we talked about the collaboration. Both, both you, John, at least talked about that. Um, It's that it's that spirit of camaraderie. It's the idea of we we pull each other up, not bring each other down, or try to compete. And it's a humility. I mean, this city, unlike many others, has a humility too—to be willing to learn, willing to try new ideas, to incorporate what does work. And I think, you know, the the situation with COVID and remote work, remote workforce, it actually cuts both ways. That means Nashvillians have opportunities elsewhere as well, both for jobs and to to relocate. And so, I think it's really important for Nashville to to recognize what it is that makes the city so unique and all of its advantages. Because that's going to be important for not just drawing in talent, but for retaining the talent that we have as well.
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, and yeah, all is not sweetness and light, right? I mean, Nashville's like a city like any other where we've got challenges. With, you know, growth has, you know, it's one of those be very careful what you wish for (laughs) kinds Mm -hmm. of challenges, right? We all know the traffic. Hey. Why are we doing this on a Friday afternoon downtown, by the way? Uh,
2: <laughs> well, we got some busy people in here. We had to, we had to, did our best to find what works. Yeah. Chris, I want to jump into that a little bit more. You were just describing this idea around how do we kind of keep this, preserve this magic that we have, this community. And all of you are saying themes along these, along these lines. So, Chris, as the chairperson of NTC, I'm really curious, from your own perspective, your own experiences, what do you think companies, what advice do you have for companies to continue to nurture Nashville's local tech community and just to keep this really special grassroots connection
0: going? Yeah, I, I think it's so important. Clark, we talk about it in our strategic planning session. We've talked about it every year we meet. And a few years back, we really focused on when we had that, that BHAG to double our size, we talked about how to do it. And one of the ways was to to embrace Nashville's creativity, its unique aspects. Uh, John talked about that that, um, tie into music, creativity there. So I think that's a big part of how we continue to to be successful, both in attracting companies, retaining companies. We talked about, there are a lot of great options for tech talent throughout the country. And this is not to, to disparage any of them. From Austin to Boston to Silicon Valley, New York, out west, uh, in the Pacific Northwest. But there's something, if we try to compete solely head to head against that, there's nothing that, that differentiates us. But if we embrace and build upon a lot of what's there, we talked about the, it's a lot of the Southern charm, but it's not just Southern, it's Nashville specifically, the idea of paying it forward. So many people, I mean I, I benefited from this, someone who uh, was willing to help me out without even knowing me. And I think there are others many others in the city who embrace that same sort of mentality and so thinking about how to how to ensure we continue to grow how we continue to not just grow in size but the quality and we prosper i think it's going to be to embrace and represent who we
2: really are when i hear that i feel like that saying that everything you have is inside you everything you have you have it
1: does that make sense It does. And uh, to to add to what Chris said, so the the third prong of our mission is create an opportunity to giving back to the greater Nashville community. So it really resonates with our spirit as a city, with our secret sauce, with our willingness to help. And, uh, you know, thinking about how our grassroots efforts continue to grow in the future and how we keep Nashville first is now that giving back. And for for me specifically at NTC, I'm surrounded by 550 members who have from. It just keeps climbing. I love uh-huh. it. You're really from, keeping from, the- you know, the two people start up in their garage to a fortune one to fortune one hundred companies, and uh, and they have employers or employees in town, and the giving back is. How do we collectively align all those employees who want to give back to the same mission? Giving them a guideline and guidebooks. This is how you're going to get kids excited about tech. And really, we're on the way to creating that, to to aligning all that program in that Nashville into tech uh, idea. And I think that's how we give back. And the best surprise I've had in my first few months is when I go into companies and talk to... I think in one of our company, a member of companies, it was 60 engineers and business analysts or whatever uh, about what the tech council is. Well, they they know a few things. They might have come to the analytics summit or to a summer party. And when I start to talk about the giving back to the classroom, their eyes, their eyes lit up. And like, they're, they're like, I didn't know you did that. And this is what we want to capture is that excitement for those parent of children who see that their kids don't have the passion for tech that they have, how can they impact that? And so that's how we are gathering that up and and really align with what Chris said to really pay it forward. And our member companies and their employees are, I think, the best volunteers we can ever find. So,
0: and just to add to that, it's also the support we get from all the local community, Chamber of Commerce, the uh, Entrepreneurship Center, the National Healthcare Council. There are so many supporting organizations, in addition to the NTC and NSS. There's so many that are working together towards that same goal. You don't always find that. Like, like John, I've lived in many cities as well, too. And sometimes it's a, you are successful in spite of what might be there you have to overcome. <laughs> Here, it's just such a fertile ground to be able to build off of. And how those large companies came to town, Clark, that was through a large part of government, private, public cooperation. And I Mm -hmm. think that is so critical. That's part of the magic I think you talked about is it's not just individuals lifting each other up, it's the entire community
2: recognizing this is the best outcome for all of us. That's great. This has been a wonderful kind of bookend to this season. So as we're wrapping up here, are there any final thoughts? And John, specifically for you, I'll be curious to hear directly from you. What do you think might be next from NSS, the next five, maybe ten years? I mean, that is a long way. I mean, you're already shaking in your chair when I when I said that. I know that even when I asked you that when we first started this with uh, the first episode, it was like I can barely think just a couple of years because things change so fast. But right. we'll come back to you, John. So, um, Elise, uh, maybe we can hear kind of the thoughts around NTC what do you think might be coming up and what that means for the community Chris as well any final thoughts from either of you first of you know what's you know, I hear a lot of optimism. So yeah, at least starting with you.
1: Definitely, lots of optimism. I think uh, you know, I'm not going to venture. I'm going to dip my toe in the water right now, not really commit or really commit. But I'm super optimistic and excited about uh, the next few years. I think really creating this cohesive program to uh, to raise Nashville into tech is going to be critical. Nashville to- into
2: tech. Nashville I love it. Nashville yeah, kind of into and tech. The yin yang you The yin yang to tech into Nashville. Well, you keep
1: tech into Nashville. We're kind of
2: making a shift.
1: No, we're keeping both. both. Now we have two two different aspects and really making like them it. work together, right? Thinking about creating that vision and the strategic plan to really get there and get our uh, our city really rising with the the influx of tech jobs. So that's going to be for me on the uh, lookout. And of course, the tech into Nashville, we're going to keep that. We didn't talk about it today much, but we need additional people to move into Nashville into senior tech jobs. It's great. Sure. It's great oh, yeah. to to really educate and scale up uh, our Nashvilleian to be ready to take a tech job. But when you scale up, you still have an entry job. What we need is also an influx or of senior talent. So this is my yin and my yang. And it's focusing on how they work together and create that strategy and support the community.
2: Cool.
0: You know, I think it's, it's it's hard for anyone to have a crystal ball. And absolutely, look <laughs> but, absolutely. But I think what's what I look at and see is whether it's the NTC, whether it's the National Software School, whether it's it's other parts of this tech community. It's that ability to continue to adapt and understand what's going to be important next. And I think back with the NTC and its analytics summit, which at its peak had over pre-COVID had over 800 attendees, and we hope it'll be back to that level again.
2: I, I stopped by this year; it's really great.
0: Yeah, it's it's very large, and not just large in terms of count, people come from around the world. And those that are here from Nashville as well contribute so much to it. That didn't exist five, six years ago. I look at what the Nashville Software School has as far as programming. They have grown and evolved and added new functions to it. I don't think any of us know what will be the next big thing in five years or 10 years. But I think what we can count on is all of these organizations and individuals adapting and evolving to be able to support that. And that to me is what's so exciting to know that there's that continuity that's there, that we've got that ability to, again, be humble, recognize that the goalposts have, have moved. We also need to change and, and adapt to it.
2: And if our track record is any indication, I think we're going to be in a great spot. Great. I love it. Love the optimism. All right, John, what do you think uh, What do you think's coming up from NSS? Well,
3: what's coming up for NSS has really got to be filtered through the context of what's happening in Nashville, right? And- you know, I think the summary of a lot of what we've talked about it, it, as you project forward is change, right? So, you know, so staying adaptable, staying agile, to put it in techie terms. You know, for us, it's sort of keeping some of that entrepreneurial startup kind of agility. Because the other thing that's happening here is the, the community's just not growing. But the nature of tech work continues to evolve. There are new types of jobs today that didn't, ex- that didn't exist seven or eight years ago, or certainly the title didn't exist and things have morphed, right? There's explosive growth in certain types of work. Analyt- any kind of analytics work, I think, is just exploding. But that e- explosion in data-oriented jobs is, cr- is, is creating new classes of jobs, we have data engineers, I don't remember seeing data engineers advertised four or five years ago, right? Now we've got employers going, when are you going to start a data engineering program? It's like, I don't know. You want to talk about that? Um, you know, so we, we, you know, we're seeing that on top, layered on top of everything else. We've got the constantly changing nature of tech and tech, tech careers, tech skill needs. So I think part of, part of what I see for us is trying to identify with our partners, our you know employer partners, you know the members of the NTC and everybody else who, you know who hires from us. What are those um, those emergent types of types of jobs, and when do they reach enough critical mass that it's that it's that it's economic for us to start a program to create yet another pathway for more Nashvillians? To get into tech, right, it's a a different kind of job. It might attract a different kind of person, right? Certainly our analytics program, which didn't exist three years ago, attracts a different kind of student, different kinds of interests, different kinds of backgrounds to NSS. And I I can see that, you know, we're looking at a couple of new career pathways, you know, that, that we don't, you know, where we don't think there's enough talent being produced from what we hear from employers that we're looking at you know, for the next two or three years. So I, I think, that, and, and I, I don't see anything in tech that suggests that those emergent types of jobs are going to change, right? I mean, over the last few years, DevOps has emerged as a big thing, you know, And you know, but again, we've got data engineering, we've got, you know, cybersecurity nationally is a massive shortage of talent. I mean, so there's there's lots of opportunities there, all of which potentially create new career opportunities, job opportunities for local people. So I think, you know, our, you know, for us, I think a lot of it is just staying on top of those trends and trying to find the sweet spot when there's enough demand from employers to make it worthwhile to start training people for those kinds of jobs, right? We don't want to get things when they're on the far left-hand side of the hype cycle and nobody's hiring them yet, right? We've got to wait till you know, a little later, but so I think for us that that's a lot of it. And, and then just continuing to build, build connections and, and relationships and stuff out into the community where, you know, kind of a theme that Elise was talking about is partnerships. How can we work with other community organizations, nonprofits, whoever, who are serving different audiences in town where there are pockets of talent that could could get these careers where maybe where maybe we as nss don't have a, a channel to communicate with them but if we partner with somebody we can we can get to them right so and, and spread that word and hopefully give some some more people opportunities to you know for these kinds of career paths which again let's face it these are great career paths to be on so it's
2: great well i uh, so appreciate the three of you your time today i Really have enjoyed hearing your perspectives, and want to thank you. Also, want to thank Mandy here in studio with us, and I also want to shout out our producer Jessica, who's traveling right now, because you all are NSS storytellers really helped make this possible with this entire series. So, thank you. And uh, yeah, with that, look forward to keeping in touch and seeing all these exciting initiatives continue to roll out. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks, Clark. Yeah,
3: thanks, Clark. Really appreciate your your work on this series. It's been great.
1: Thanks, man.
2: I found it to be an insightful conversation about where Nashville is headed with three leaders in our tech community. Tune in to the final episode as John Wark shares his closing thoughts and gratitude to close out 10 years, 2,000 journeys, celebrating 10 years of tech in Nashville.